From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of August 2nd, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toigo, Mary Jo mulatto Willie, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Mary Jo is going to review the new exhibit over at the Disney Gallery. Now tell me again what the name, crowning something? The, the name of the exhibit is called Crowning Achievements, Creating Castles for Magical Kingdoms. Whew. It's kind of a long Does it fit on a sign? Achievements. Uh, yeah, That's kind of mouthful. sort of, you know. Yeah, yeah Disney, Disney has a way of making everything fit, you know that. But um, I wanted to start this off by saying, um, well, you know, as, as back in 1933, they had that classic short film called Ye Olden Days with Mickey and Minnie and Walt Disney used a castle in that story as well as his first featured film, Snow White. Many fairy tales that have castles and his weekly Disney television show also began with a view of the castle. So it's really no surprise that each of the Disney parks features a castle, whether it be our own charming Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. castle at the Disneyland Park or the, I'll say it, magnificent Ost- Cinderella Ost- Ostentatious. Ostent- <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful castle, so I, I have to give it that at the Walt Disney World in Florida, even though I've never been inside of it. Um, even to the Disney parks in Europe and Asia, you know, they have their Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella castles over there. Indeed, the castle, um, the Disney castle icon has grown to represent the Disney and Disney parks throughout the world. So now at the Disneyland Park, there's a brand new exhibit located at the gallery next to the Opera House on Main Street that pays homage to the Disney castles. And the Disney exhibit, as we said, is called Crowning Achievements, Creating Castles for Magical Kingdoms. And it has a model of the Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Paris in the middle and original paintings as well as prints, framed tiles, posters, um, mosaics, and different other art forms. There are also castle-inspired pieces of jewelry, scarves, and clothing there and um, throughout the exhibit. And it opened on June 30th. And it features artwork by um, 12 different artists. And they have a, like a plaque that names the artists and the different pieces that they, that, a little like bio on the different artists in there. So Kelly and I recently visited the gallery and we spent a good amount of time looking at some of the artwork as well as checking out the model of the Disneyland Paris Sleeping Beauty Castle. You know, and at first I thought, well, why don't they have our own castle? And it's like, duh, we have a full size castle. Why would we have a model of it? <laughs> In there, so I thought it was really cool that they had that that model in there. We spent a lot of time looking at it, and you know, some of us already know, but others don't know that the gallery has three rooms. Um, the first room is really stuffed with collectibles for sale, lots of different things in there, and there is this big vault, bank vault that they always leave open because you know that that used to be the Disneyland bank back in mm-hmm. back in the day when we could actually uh, exchange money and over there and um, since then probably because of the use of the ATM machines they didn't need the bank anymore and so they've created the gallery there and in the vault they have these two castles um, on the easels that kind of give you a taste of what you're about to see when you go into the interior rooms so when you walk into the first room you'll see paint the walls are just covered with all kinds of paintings prints there's a 
glass case in the middle that has a beautiful framed tile of the castle. I really would love to get that tile. It has roses on it. Um, and they have little plaques by that tell the, the artist who either painted or created that particular artwork. And some of the, um, the art in the front room are different views of castles in the park. Some are right out of the motion pictures. There's a Cinderella castle, which is beautifully done with Cinderella and the mice looking at it in the distance. There's another one of Maleficent's Forbidding Castle high up on the cliff. I don't know if you guys saw a picture of it, but it looks it's really dark. And those who like the villains would love that picture. Nice. But I thought it was creepy. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, okay, that's creepy. There is a particular piece that I really liked. is by the artist Noah, and it shows the Disneyland Sleeping Beauty castle at night, and it has Mickey Mouse's silhouette in the sky. Kind of think of the scene in the, at night in The Lion King when Simba's looking up at the stars and he sees his um, ancestors. I think he sees Mufasa in the stars, mm-hmm. and it kind of looks like that. It's a very magical uh, picture. And as I was his admiring is, it, pardon me? His stuff is so very creative. Oh, it's it was beautiful. I, my eyes were drawn immediately to his to his work. And as I stood there admiring the picture, a cast member came up and he told me that the day that they opened the gallery, several of the artists were actually there at the opening to sign their pieces. And that particular piece sold within minutes of the ca- of the exhibit opening. There were people lining up outside just waiting to go in. So I'm kind of sorry I missed it on the first day. Because it sounds like it would have been a neat thing to witness. Not that I would have purchased any <laughs> of the original art, but it would have been nice seeing people who can afford it. Um, luckily, uh, for the rest of us, there are still prints there um, that are for sale, and you can. Um, they have the prices on some of them, and then they also have one of those automated um, kiosks where. You and go choose the paint, the picture, and whether you want it framed or not. They have one of those in there, too, so you could choose um, the art that's for sale. So Kelly and I were looking at the different pictures. We're trying to figure out which ones were original, which ones were not. You know, they, the reproductions have numbers on them. I didn't know this before, but there's a, a number of a number of the, because they're all limited edition. So there's a total number, and then to the, there's like the number that it is, and then to the right of the slash, the number of editions that there are. Right. So we have like five out of fifty, you know, that cool. that's hanging in there. Yeah, so that was kind of neat because there are the early numbers in there. And then uh, you go past that room, you continue through the gallery, and in the back room, your eyes drawn immediately to the huge model of the Disneyland Paris' Sleeping Beauty Castle that's uh, displayed. And there's royal banners hanging above. It looks very regal in that room. And you see in that castle, you know, unlike America, where we're, we're happy to get our Disneyland and Walt Disney castles, Europe has a lot of its own castles, right? It has the real castles. So Disney uh, Imagineers had to really design something that would impress the people in France. And from what I hear, the Disneyland Paris castles made out of real bricks. From what I hear, really, that's what I heard. I didn't. I didn't. If somebody wants to call in or, or write <laughs> to us, they can let they can let us know. But that's what I heard that they had to. Um, and it could be that it's what it says in there. But um, what I thought was kind of neat was that castle's up on a hill. They showed a waterfall. They showed 
the cave where the dragon is underneath. And for those people who have gone to Disneyland Paris, um, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I knew nothing about it. So Kelly and I were looking at that at that model and we were studying it. And they have these windows that show the royal family inside. And you can see the little uh, fairies, uh, Fauna Flora and Meriwether, uh, through the windows too. So I really like the detail that they had on that model uh, looking through it. And then once we got our fill of the model and we looked up, we saw all the walls again were filled with, with paintings. But these castles, as opposed to the other room, which were um, for sale and their artist renderings of the castles at the parks and out of the motion pictures, etc., these were all castles that were in the parks and different walls had different um, scenes. So one wall was all interior, was, um, interior views. Um, they had uh, an interesting painting of the castle at the Disney Park in Shanghai that shows that the castle is unique. Instead of being modeled after Sleeping Beauty or the Cinderella Castle, it has a little bit of all the different castles in it. And this is the interior view. So, like, one one part of the castle will represent Sleeping Beauty. The other one will be Beauty and the Beast. The other part huh. will be... So it's kind of cool that it shows that. And is it a painting or is it a... a- like the Imagineer? Painting. No, it is, oh, it is um, a painting. Yeah. It, these are paintings, but they're paintings um, that were drawn. These are people who drew these paintings for the parks. So these are the renderings of what, you know, they build their models before they, they actually okay, that's, build yeah, the castles. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's not paintings that, that were made to for sale. These, these weren't produced paintings. just for this exhibit. These are what they used to create the Astral Castle. Right, which was okay. so cool. Yeah. And they have posters for instance in the um, Disneyland Tokyo um, they I guess they used to have a mystery tour in the Cinderella Castle there and they had a guided tour where villains would show up and surprise the guests and so you see these posters and you see these interiors of you know with cauldrons and the dragon and stuff that we haven't been exposed to here so I thought that was really interesting and they have another wall that's called the long views of the different castles. And they're all the different uh, castles at the parks seen from a distance. And some of them do use a little bit of the artistic um, license to it. You know, like they'll show, some of them show the castles in the park. Some of them show the castles um, surrounded by forest, etc., or the town. One of them looks like it has bell in the town in there. There was one castle, I think it was the Tokyo Disneyland one, but it was like an aerial view painting. And if you look in the front, like where the hub is, where Walt and Mickey are, it's like Mickey's face is down on the ground looking up towards the castle. So Hmm. I thought that was really cool. So I don't know if they really have that there, but it was kind of neat to see that. So there's there's a lot of um, different ones. And then what I thought was really cool is they have the drawing that was – the, the famous drawing of Disneyland Sleeping Beauty Castle by Herb Ryman, where he, the original drawing, how the castle was initially supposed to look like. So you know why that Backwards, would be interesting, right? Right? Because yeah. right? when they made the model of it, Tom, we started to say it. Oh, it's backward. They, they lifted the top off and moved it around. Right. So, they, they, so when you see this drawing, it's what the castle would have looked like if they had not switched it. Right. Switch the top around. So I'm looking at it and I'm trying to picture how, you know, the top looks when you're in fantasy land right. looking at the top of the castle and the bottom is from the front. So I thought that was neat. Um, for Disney nerds, that'll be a really good <laughs> one to look at, you know. 
Then they have another wall that shows the royal celebrations featuring the castles during Disneyland's 50th anniversary. There's the Disneyland Castle, of course, with all its beautiful five crowns for each decade. Cinderella's Castle in the Walt Disney World and a Sleeping Beauty Castle in Paris. And then I looked to see if there were other royal celebrations, you know, like Walt Disney's Walt Disney World's 25th anniversary, but the um, famous or, or infamous <laughs> uh, Magic Kingdom cake. Yeah, that was conspicuously missing from the set. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't show that. I don't know if they did that on purpose or like, yeah, let's show that castle. So everything was from the Disneyland 50th anniversary. Going back to that, the Shanghai Disney. I think you uh-huh. were uh, Wayne. You were there at Expo when they were talking about that announcing all the details I think what they said is it's going to be what three or four levels and have and be like the first castle that has a ride going through it yeah it's going to it's going to be amazing that that park's going to be worth going to just to see the castle it was it was I think there was a restaurant in there and then a ride was it a dark ride or a boat ride uh, both uh, okay. a dark boat ride Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a boat, right? Okay. Not not like not like well, not thrilling like Splash Mountain. Right. More right, right. like a tour. And it would go outside and then back through the castle and then. Yeah. 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 And yeah, multi-story yeah, and the whole bit. That's it. Well, the interior concept. Yeah, it says interior concept enchanted storybook castle, and it was painted by Anastasia Pavlova. And it says, to create this marvelous image, Anastasia incorporated color inspired by various renderings of Le Chateau de la Belle au Beau-Dormont. Thank you very much, Nancy. Le Chateau de Belle de Bois-Dormont. Wow. Nice. Very well said. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Café (laughs) Orleans. My family genetics are half French. Ah, <laughs> oh, so it's nice. So you take care of the French, I take care of the Spanish. Good job. There we go. Um, Anastasia's rendering gives a glimpse at special effects and immersive features that will clarify how the enchanted storybook castle earned its name. And when you look at it, it does show it to be multi-level. It looks like it's, like you said, four stories. Nice. With these stairs that go up, it's just really beautiful from yeah. the rendering that it shows. But um, across from the interior interior castles, on the opposite wall, um, the fourth wall is called the Blue Sky Concepts, so-called because um, to the Imagineers, the sky's the limit. And so it has renderings of various concepts of how the different castles could be built in different Disney kingdoms, ideas that probably didn't uh, reach fruition. And some of them are kind of out of, the, out of this world, kind of really futuristic. So those are, it was interesting to um, look at those. And, you know, I really liked going to this exhibit. It had, I've only seen two Disney castles, are um, the original and the uh, huge one at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. <laughs> and, but, you know, I look at these and I see that there's a dungeon in one, there's a dragon's lair in another one. The other interior, like Wayne just said, shows it to be multi-storied. And, there's so much work that goes into the into designing these castles and and the ideas and there's plaques next to all of them all of them that explain um, about the drawing and and they give little bits of trivia like I learned that the castles most of them are positioned north to south. Can you guys guess why? No why would why for instance the, the Disneyland Castle right it's facing south. It is. 
So when we is take it, a picture of it, go ahead, Nancy. I was going to say, does it have something to do with photographing and the light directive and, and making a giant, basically a giant sundial? <laughs> well, it's, it's so that when you take a picture of the sun's behind it, the castle does come out in shadow. Ah, yes. Well, so it's so not it by the sun. Mm-hmm. Which I never would have thought of something like that. And it's just, it just goes to show you the amount of detail and the thought that goes behind, um, these parks. There's, there's just so much. The true, true genius. There's other tidbits of trivia to be learned when you look at this. And I am not going to tell you. I think that when you visit the exhibit yourselves, you can discover them. And, um, from what I could see, the items for sale are either originals or limited editions. Each limited edition, I already told you about that. Um, I also saw some of the paintings at the World of Disney store in downtown Disney. So I imagine that, you know, they've already distributed these across to the parks throughout the world. Yeah. But I think that seeing them here in this exhibit next to each other where you can compare one to the other and see what you really like, um, I think it's a really really neat way to display them or you could be like me just go in there and enjoy enjoy the uh, exhibit for what it for what it is and the fact that we learn a little bit more about these castles and a little bit more about our our, our Disney parks um, the gallery is open every day at noon and I know it doesn't open earlier because I was there at 1030 one day trying to open the doors myself and, and peering through the doors and so it was dark in there so um, don't go there till till noon, and then just open the rest of the day. It's also, I think, a nice way to get out of the hot sun this summer and get away from the crowds. Go in there, just let yourself immerse yourself in the beautiful art, and um, enjoy it. And then maybe go listen to the voices of Liberty next door because you can go through the in- inside and great moments with Mr. Lincoln. So Kelly and I, we we really enjoyed going through this exhibit, and I am pretty sure I'm going to go visit it again. Because I couldn't take in everything when I was there. It's nice to see that they're still doing the, the gallery stuff and, and keeping it fresh. I agree. Fresh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for you, Tony. <laughs> that was for Tony. Yeah, unintentionally, but yes. Well, I know I, we I, went and checked out some of the merchandise and stuff um, the other day when we looked at the exhibit and... You can buy. I like the fact that they're. How do I want to say this? I like the fact that if you are a specific fan of an individual castle, you can get a copy of your castle um, in any of the exhibit sales areas. So if you're down in Florida, but you know you're a true diehard Disneylander, you can still buy the the Sleeping Beauty castle. Um, lithograph and stuff and you know it's it's just the merchandise is tasteful it's well designed um well yeah. you make a really good point nancy because let's say somebody does go to to disneyland paris right and yeah. they really they really like it there they can go here to the exhibit and pick out one of the renderings of the disneyland um of the sleeping beauty castle in disneyland yep. paris is and some of them are just really really beautifully done and there's so many different ones some of them are what are they called glissés glissé yeah say the tile ones are nice there's charcoal there's there's just a, a, a plethora 
plethora of uh, different art forms there. I love that word, plethora. I know. That's my that's favorite. Words. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're such nerds. But um, Do we know how long so, this exhibit is staying for? You know, I didn't look into that. I'm okay. sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, they, they probably haven't announced. I just put you on the spot for nothing. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's, it's an exhibit of unknown. Yes. Well, how long was the training? Unknown etiology. A long time. It's I figure. You know, I, it probably also yeah. depends. I mean, that model's pretty it big. It depends on how well the merchandise is selling. Yeah, probably. That too. Too. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week, and we will be back again with you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.